Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Thursday, July 25. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky D'Olivero. And I'm Japheth D'Olivero. And uh, we are here in the middle of this passage of verses 11 to 14. Let me pray for today. Heavenly Father, I ask for your blessing on this letter of Colossians, chapter 1, as we read these verses again and reflect on your word. We ask for your spirit to guide us into a place of transformation, of, of healthy change. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, new international version today, the NIV, Colossians 1, 11 through 14. Being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Hmm. Good, good. All right, here's our question for today then. Uh, Thursday, if light is the way forward, why is darkness so attractive? If truth is the way forward, why is ignorance so common? And if joy is the way forward, why does sadness take hold of us? One question, ready? Mm. Three questions. Well, maybe not everybody is looking for a way forward. Maybe ways forward are hard to find. Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I, I think, think all true. those things could yeah. be difficult things. Yeah, if you get. look at truth and light when and joy. When you say that darkness is attractive, I assume you're being metaphorical? Yes. Okay, so you mean... I don't mean like the dark cell. But I, I do mean that when I say if light is the way forward and, and, and light is often referenced in the Bible for, for Jesus is, is the light and truth is the light and it will set you free. And so darkness is the opposite of that. What kind of darkness do you think is attractive? I think, I think like what are dark anything that, that are doesn't involve submitting to Christ. But does that look like darkness or is it something like are people actually attracted like, to darkness or is it that something seems appealing and then it turns out to not be? Well, I'm thinking of like drugs, for instance. I don't think people aren't attracted to the idea that they're going to become hopeless man, addicts watching, like in a spiral of despair. They think something else is going to happen. So I was, I was looking at this presentation uh, that uh, one of my colleagues is doing on um, on Adventist, for Adventist Health and mm-hmm. uh, some of the th- the statistics that they were sharing on this presentation, pretty powerful stuff about that they've researched um, about addictions mm. and about drugs. And it was just, it's devastating when you start yeah. to see what it does to human beings. And uh, Oh, what it does to people's brain chemistry. Yeah, pretty, it's just, it's bad. But I, I look at it and I, I think nobody in their right mind would would say, oh man, give me a needle. Let me just stab myself in every place that I could. You know, give me a place where I could just escape and have my mind wander off and and not take care of my kids or throw up or die or OD or catch catch some disease or something. Nobody kind of dreams of that. Saying that's yeah. what I want to do, right? So the addictive nature that we all have, and I, I believe everybody has some kind of addiction that they they address in their life and have to deal with it, whether it's an addiction to do good or an addiction to, to, to not do good. I mean, we all have something that we, that we overdo. So what, 
what draws somebody to that space is really is really difficult and i think that it's it's there's something missing that causes that to happen and it's not it's not the blame i'm not blaming the parents here or or their siblings i'm just saying that there are things that take place in life that causes this vacuum yeah, well, I just finished reading a book probably lots of people have read. It's been out for 11 years. It's Beautiful Boy. There uh-huh. was recently a film with Steve Carell made that was based on the book, but I just read the book itself. And there's one point, the the son, the beautiful boy, the yeah. title, is in rehab for I cannot remember how many. I mean, he relapses many, mm. many times. The book is excruciating mm. to read. But um, the the therapist at the at the treatment center asks him, why are you here? And he says, because I'm an alcoholic and a drug addict. Right. And the therapist says, no, that's how you've been treating your problems. What why is your you problem? Yeah. Like, and so he has to you know, think about that. And I, I, don't re- I don't think the book actually says what he concluded that mm. was or how he concluded that. But I thought that's, that's interesting. Really, that's, that is a really You know, good. that a lot of times I think that we look at, you know, what is your problem? And, you know, you think it's this, but what, what's your real problem? I was just talking to someone uh, recently about the fact that they were complaining about how they've ended their therapy, right? And so they're no longer seeing uh, a counsellor. And they were very frustrated with this counsellor because they felt the counsellor was not listening to them or hearing them or helping them process things. And I said, look, truth is, is that counsellors don't have answers. They don't, you know, they don't claim to have all the answers. What they are 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 people who you pay to have community in your life. And to have somebody or maybe to point you in a direction because they have somebody, they have some insight because well, they, they talked to lots of people yeah, so exactly. they can kind of tell you what's normal. But and to what's help not you and... to to hear what you actually are saying because sometimes we just don't even know what we're mm-hmm. saying in life without actually saying it out loud. And their skill set is to kind of draw that out, yeah. right? So I think that's uh, that's like a, a benefit of being able to see something great inside there. But I think. I think people are attracted to to darkness or people are attracted or they prefer ignorance uh, rather than, you know, truth because with it, if you accept truth, you have to do something. There's implications. So it's better just to say, I'm I'm just going to stay disengaged. I just Mm. rather not know. I'd rather just like... Well, or a lot of times we accept a version of truth that just fits whatever our preconceived ideas about a situation are. So that's why you get all these kind of false narratives about things. Yeah. Because it's like, hey, this fits into the way that I see yeah. the world, and so I'm going to it takes less repeat thinking. it, and I'm going to spout it, and I'm going to... Because I'll, I'll think often, you know, on social media, it's the worst. I think you really do need to mm-hmm. actually kind of scrupulously fact check just about everything you see. Or you and the more, ignore it The more inclined it is to totally feed into some prejudice you have, the yeah. more you should look at it very closely yeah. to see whether it's true. Well, um, and, and, and the other, it the other element is like how is it edited... Yes. What, what sound bites are they giving? I mean, these are all difficult things that are very manipulative about how the media is in the whole world. Uh, but it has been for centuries. And it's then if joy is the way forward, why does sadness take a hold on us? I mean, I think our lives are inherently kind of a, a combination of joy and sadness. Mm-hmm. So partly it could just be your disposition some people are more melancholy yeah than other people or a stage of life that you're in i mean i think sadness is part of life now letting it take a hold of you doesn't have to be part of life but i think finding ways to cope with your sadness 
is something that you have to do. So I looked at this and I didn't think, I thought, again, you know, this this whole letter of Colossians, you can read it in 10 minutes, right? So it doesn't, the whole letter, we're just reading like a few verses here. Because it's only like four chapters, yeah. right? And they're so, short. Right? So Paul, he could talk about all the things that he's heard. He could address in greater detail, which he's, you know, prolific writer. He's not scared of writing a lot. He probably has a very short amount of ink. <laughs> Yeah. He's in prison. They're well, probably like, he's probably having to use his own blood. Oh my goodness! To write this oh, letter, no. like stab so my finger chooses, a little bit and write a few wrong, more words. That's wrong. But he chooses. I think he chooses very intentionally to kind of raise the bar and to not focus so much on on every, all the details, but to talk about this big picture view of who God is, and and to say, look, everybody can be helped by this view of God. And I think he. I think there's something to be said about us that we can actually do this to help people if they're looking for a way forward out of darkness, uh, out of sadness, and out of ignorance. But all of these require and call for action. They yes, all call for it, right? They call for like, first of all, you have to admit that you're inside that space, mm-hmm. which is very hard to do. And then you have to admit that you actually want to move away from that space. And those are, those are just two complex things. So let me repeat the question one more time and we'll wrap it up for t- uh, today. If light is the way forward, why is darkness so attractive? And if truth is the way forward, why is ignorance so common? And if joy is the way forward, why does sadness take hold of us? Think about that, look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other and live love.